Hi, and welcome to Freelance to Founder Shorts. I'm Preston Lee. I am Clay Mosley, and you've probably heard our in-depth coaching calls with everyday freelancers who want to scale their business. Now, we're helping even more freelancers each week with Freelance to Founder Shorts, five to 10 minute episodes focused on answering one question from a listener like you. To promote your business on our show and get your question answered, visit freelancetofounder.com slash ask. And now let's dive into today's question. Our question today comes from our free mastermind group on Facebook. You just go to milo.co slash mastermind. And uh, John Luke Ward says, I recently had a project with a super tight deadline. I tried to outsource some of the work to two different freelancers, and one of them ignored the brief and delivered something different, and the other delivered late, meaning I had to work long hours to get it over the line. I'm reluctant to pay when I had to do the work for them at early hours of the morning, and I haven't had a conversation with them yet, but like anyone, I'd be annoyed too if I didn't get paid for my time. And I appreciate there's probably some blame on myself too somewhere. Have you experienced anything like this before and how did you deal with it? Did you learn anything that you could share? All right, John Luke, thank you so much for your question. After this quick break from our sponsors, we'll be back with some great answers to your question. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs, and did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's gonna wanna take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Uh, you know, it's an issue. It's an issue. Um, I would have an issue. Yeah, with for it. sure. Um, I don't know. This is kind of a gray area. It's like, okay, do you pay them? Yes or no? Uh, 
you know, I don't know. I, I, I tend to, to lean towards no, Mm. because it is a project based, uh, uh, agreement. And if they did not deliver on the project, what are you paying for? Yeah. Assuming, like you said, assuming the agreement is, uh, you know, project based, like you agreed to pay a certain amount for a certain thing to be completed. Cause unfortunately some people will agree to like an hourly thing and then you know, whether they do the work or do a good job or not, if you're a hundred hours in, you got to pay for it. Yeah. That's, that's what I would say. I, like that really, that's my, my answer is I default to however you got the agreement structured. Yeah. If the agreement is structured as, okay, I paid for a 10 hour block. Um, and it's the work scope actually says 10 hours of graphic design or whatever it is. You got to pay yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and quite honestly, if it's structured that way, it's a lot, it, it's probably a lot less expensive to just go ahead and pay it out versus them potentially uh, filing some sort of lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got to pay a lawyer and stuff. But yeah, like if like it's structured as you like, finished the project, like, yes, it sucked that you had to stay up later and do it right or whatever. But like at the end of the day, you got the project done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if, if the work scope on the agreement says, okay, I have this deliverable, this deliverable, this deliverable, and they did not deliver on those mm-hmm. things, then, well, that's on that. So, like, the lesson uh, is, if as you make agreements, <laughs> like, don't do not do it hourly, yeah. right? We've talked about this on the show a lot. Like, hourly is the worst possible way you can pay someone. Um, so, mm-hmm. so, my question is, though, like, what if, what if they don't have an agreement? And we don't know for sure if, um, <laughs> you know, if there was an agreement in place for, for John Luke, but let's say there's not. There's no agreement. You hire a freelancer. Mm. You sort of have a handshake deal and say, "I guess, I guess maybe the handshake deal takes the place of the of the written agreement, right?" It's just like, "What, what did you promise me you were going to deliver, and did you deliver it or didn't you?" Yeah, I <laughs> handshake agreements are never a good idea. Oh, really? Because um, so I operate like, like totally on handshake <laughs> agreement, and you operate all on contracts. That's funny. <laughs> I, I uh, do you really? Yeah, I do. I I always have something there. Yeah. I always have something there just as a fallback. That's just like, Hey, in case shit goes down, (laughs) this is how it's going to be resolved. Like for example, in my agreements, because I do deal with a lot of people outside of Texas and outside of Austin, which is where I live. Um, if, if some if something happens, then um, then we first they agree to go to arbitration versus going to court, right? Yeah. Um, so that's step one. That's that is something that they agree to in my agreement. Step two is they have to come to me here in Austin, mm. so that way I don't have to go to them. Doesn't matter where they file it. They got to come yeah. here and do arbitration. Yeah. So like I always have those those kinds of stuff in my agreement just in case um but back to your question if if, if it is a handshake agreement i would just be fair uh, you know like if whatever that is it's it's kind of it's really hard to answer this question without seeing what the work what kind of work was done and what the agreement um, was but i would just be I would, do and what? what the agreement was ahead of time yeah yeah but you know i, I would just try to be fair because like nobody wants to be a dick and nobody wants to be treated uh, treated by one. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, 
Um, and so just, I would say, be fair, whatever you think that is. And if, if it didn't work out, then just like say, maybe like, oh, I'll pay you half or whatever, but like, here's why I'm not paying the other half. And then just be done with that relationship. Yeah. That's, that's my kind of, yeah, I think I would do something similar. Like I, I would maybe, I think, you know, we talk all the time about communication, how communication is key in, in all this kind of stuff, especially when you're like hiring contractors and stuff like I think you communicate with them. You say, look, I think it's obvious. You didn't hit the deadline. The project wasn't done the mm-hmm. way we talked about. So this isn't yep. going to work for me. And you could just say something open-ended like that. And they might, and then they might come back and say like, well, you know, what if I give you a discount or like they might offer solutions. If they don't, you could say, I really just don't feel right paying full price for this. Um, you know, I, I could pay you 75% or 50% yeah. or whatever. If they push back, then just pay it and move on. And like you said, like, just don't hire that person again. Like sometimes it's not worth the time. No. And sometimes it's, it's just the cost of doing business with contractors, right? Like, yeah, especially if it's your first time yeah, working with them. Like if, if you don't mm-hmm. have this long-term arrangement, like just, just cut your losses, pay them and move on. Yep. Yeah. And I, and I would say like that particular conversation have over, either a phone call or zoom mm. uh, or some sort of video, like don't do it over email because uh, tonality mm. gets lost. Mm. And so some people, you know, you might type up an email and it's fine um, on your end, but like they may receive it as a certain tone. Um, so don't ever do it that way. Just like um, have the, have the conversation either over the phone or zoom and then follow it up with an email so that way you have something in writing mm-hmm. that that can be tracked. Um, so yeah, that that's what I would yeah. do. Yeah, and that, and that maybe comes full circle because when I say I always do handshake agreements, I do have like emails or Slack messages back and forth. Like we agree to how much we'll get paid, what will be expected, et cetera, et cetera. So like I never just like say, hey, come on, let's work together, and then <laughs> like we don't have. So you know yeah. we have we have stuff we agree on. But um, cool. Well, this has been good. Any anything else we've anything we've left out? Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Well, uh, we wish you luck, John Luke. Hopefully, that's that's <laughs> helpful to you. Um, I would say, like, also uh, vet your freelancers really well ahead of time, and that'll just get easier over time. And and over time, you'll find freelancers that you really like to work with, and you'll just stick with them, and and you won't have these kind of headaches. But until then, uh, mm-hmm. we wish you luck. Okay. See ya. Thanks for listening to this Freelance to Founders short. Subscribe in your favorite podcast player for more shorts and full-length coaching sessions each week. Freelance to Founder is a collaboration between Milo, Dripify, and the Podglomerate. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app by visiting freelancetofounder.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, tell us why by leaving a review. Until next time, thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.